Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Alan Lee, who is the honest, real, and poor guy running for president as an independent in 2024. Alan, how you doing? How's it going? Great intro. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, happy to have you on. We like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that would be great. Well, before I even do that, I like to uh, talk to the young people in your audience, however many there are, because they're looking at me and saying, oh no, another old white guy. So uh, let's, uh, let's pick that apart, those two pieces. Old guys, if these two things are operating um, optimally, which they are, trust me, it's a number. Uh, white. You know, I don't know what uh, guy came up with that adjective, but um, was he colorblind or racist, one or the other? Just like if I took an African-American person, held up something that's, you know, like that, up to his skin, same thing. You know, colorblind or, uh, or racist. So old is out the window. Uh, white is out the window. Guy. This time I look, you got me on that one. But while I'm up, let's do a little commercial. Um, guys, if you want to find my website, just click this. You don't even need my name. Just put in honest, real, and poor guy. I'm before and president. Click on Google Sites, takes you right to me. So uh, now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're all good. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. You know, what brought you to the decision to want to run as president as an independent in 2024 and just what you like to do for fun and stuff. Yeah, well, you know, people that knew me, that know me growing up, <clears throat> if they saw what I'm doing now, they'd see, what the heck, Alan? politics are you kidding i was always a stem guy you know science and math and i didn't give a give a damn about politics like most people because you know nothing really happens with it nothing changes in our life uh then obama came along and um you know because it was so revolutionary i started reading a little bit about it and i started to see you know he's trying to make this thing better and there's people trying to stop him what the heck is wrong so I started getting into a little bit more. And then Trump came along and pretty much the same thing happened. Because <laughs> it works in both directions. And that pushed me over the top. I think it was um, maybe just a month or two after Trump was in, I saw it was happening again. And I started getting into, even, you know, I didn't just decide like that, hey, I'm gonna be president and fix the planet. I just started little by little writing things and sending letters to, Congress and you name it. I mean, you wouldn't believe the places I sent letters to. Physical letters and packages. You know, these things were marked to look like the kid wrote them. So I was hoping people would actually open them and read them. And then emails and on and on. The list is a mile long. You wouldn't believe it. the top organizations on the planet were talking about. It. And nobody answered me. I didn't get one answer from anybody. Email or regular letter. So just little by little, I got more and more frustrated. I'm just going to do this on my own. 
And then I got the idea, well, let me make a website, which I never did before. I didn't even know how. I started making videos and podcasts. I didn't know how. Just everything on my own with no help at all. And I've been doing this for four years. And I came to the point, uh, you know, I thought I was going to run as a Democrat because you had to be one or the other. And Trump was president at that point just to get their backing. And when I couldn't get their attention, I figured we're going to have to run as an independent because they're, they're ignoring me still. And then Biden got in and I'm um, still trying again. So now I'm going to be up against two top guys, Biden and Trump, most likely. I make it even harder for myself, but I'm still willing to do it really for two reasons. Uh, there's people dying out there and nobody's doing much about it. And even the people that aren't dying, there's a heck of a lot of people suffering out there. And again, not too many people doing much about it. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I guess a follow-up question is, do you have any um, any background in politics or did you just like decide to like be president? Zero background. Like I said, like I said absolutely zero. And uh, before you go on, if it's okay, I'd like to uh, apologize to you because I might not be able to answer some of your questions and there's three really valid reasons why it's not a cop out, but I'd like to go into them right now, but it's okay. Wait, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Um, this, uh, I may not be able to answer some of your questions because, uh, and this is not a cop out, there's three really valid reasons why, which I'd like to talk about right now, if that's okay. Go for it. And, and then I'll do my best to answer them anyway. Well, one, my whole idea of doing this, you know, every candidate has like a platform. I don't. I have one core principle and everything comes from that. Everything emanates from that. It's in my platform, emanates from that. And that goes down to uh, those three little stupid words, we the people. <laughs> you know, I developed a system, a formula that's on my website where the people out there are gonna decide their fate. Not Congress, not the president, not me. They're going to decide what they want to do about immigration and education and healthcare. And everybody's heard the list of time here and that stupid list, but they're going to decide. And right now I'm not in the position to ask 150 million voters what they want to do about those things. So that's the first reason. Second reason is unlike Trump, uh, I'm not going to operate in a vacuum. I'm going to have a zillion experts and advisors to consult in every field you can think of. Economy, lawyers, scientists, doctors, on down the line. And unlike what a lot of people think about Biden for with Corona, for example, I think a lot of people think that he's relying too much on one doctor, Dr. Fauci. Um, if that's true or not, I don't know. But if it is true, I'm not gonna rely on one doctor. And again, I don't have this, these, this pool of experts to pick their brains from right now to get their opinion. So that's the second reason. And the third reason is if I came out with my personal opinion to the left, well, then already he's not gonna vote for me, are they? If they came out on the right, then the lefties aren't going to vote for me, are they? I'm doing this to win for two reasons. Again, to save lives and to improve the quality of life for the people who are still alive. If I come out in either extreme, it's not going to happen. So what the people tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. My opinion is irrelevant. And Congress's opinion, if I get up there, is going to be irrelevant. We work for them. That's the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to represent them. If anybody doesn't, we're going to get fired, including myself. Impeach me. I'll resign if I don't do what the people tell me to do. And I'll make sure Congress does the same thing. It's all on my website. So anyway, those are the three reasons. <laughs> I'll <Gotcha>. fire away. <laughs> um, I guess 
I mean, we don't have to go through my questions. I can just come up with some on the spot. My question is, do you think being president is the best way to bring about change with the people who are suffering and dying out there? Definitely, because uh, I do see the forest for the trees. If changes are made at the high level, it cycles down to the local level. Gotcha. Yeah. I, and I'm sure you're aware there's the other men, there's the other argument out there. Change being made at the local level will like slowly spread and then change the higher levels. Too slow, too slow, too slow. That's the problem. Too slow. You got to start at the stop at the top. People listen to the people at the top. That's why nobody's listening to me so far. Cause I'm at rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And so I guess my follow-up question would be the people at the top, you know, uh, I wouldn't say they're people who don't want change to happen. So why has change still been so slow, even when there are people at the top who are working towards it? Or do you just think well, they're not working towards it? Well, that's the it's a little bit of both, but <clears throat> that's the old gridlock and stalemate and partisanship junk that they've been talking about for years and it gets worse and worse. You know, the left hates the right and the right hates the left and they joke about each other and pick about each other and be take curses behind each other's back and they'll stand behind their back when they're not looking and people really willing to kill each other. You know, <clears throat> I got banned, my website got banned on Facebook years ago. It's been off more than it's been on. And I think the reason is because their automated algorithm thought that I'm an algorithm because I posted so doggone much. So it banned it. And I got lucky recently. Uh, Google made a major change with their websites and I made the switch. So now my stuff is on a different website, which is not banned. So now I can put it on there again and try to spread the word. It'll, it'll help a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so just curious, what is your like, what does your day look like running for president and like are trying to like gear up to like grow that platform and run for president in 2024? Well, a little tough because um that's one way I can relate to the people out there, I think, because I have a heck of a lot in common. You know, Trump, for example, was more with a silver spoon in his mouth. He has no clue what the average person goes through that's making 30 grand a year, 35 like me, goes through to put food on the damn table. He has no idea. And a lot of the people up in Congress have no idea. You know, there was a, um, I'm not trying to pick on anybody specific, Trump or anybody else, but there was um, <clears throat> Speaker of the House, um, it was uh, Paul Ryan years ago when he was speaking. A lot of people don't remember. Well, he made a tweet and they killed him about that. And he had to retract the whole thing. Some lady wrote in that um, I, think, I think it was a waitress. She got like a 50 cent raise. And he made a, that's going to change your whole life. He made a big thing about it. And they killed him on that. <laughs> Again, these people are on cloud line. They have no idea what the average person really goes through. I do. Well, my personal life, like you said, I have a full-time job. I have a part-time job. I have a wife with some health issues. I got a special needs kid. Run Medicaid, run food stamps. I was on unemployment. I have a master's degree in business despite all this stuff. What the heck is wrong with this picture? So I have a heck of a lot in common with the people that live anywhere in Alabama or Jersey or wherever the heck. I know what they're going through and I know how to fix it. By letting them choose, that's how to fix it. That's what we the people were supposed to mean 250 years ago anyway. It's yeah. never been done. It's never been done that way. It's a little late. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
If there was one person, one type of person you could meet that would help you take the next step towards successfully running for president in 2024, who would they be and how would they do it? Uh, I need help, that's for sure. As much as I've done on my own, people would be amazed. I can't do everything by myself. Um, I would need a uh, campaign manager. Uh, someone who can get, you know, I, I, when I did it the first time, four years ago, I did make a few hundred dollars. I didn't file with the FEC because it wasn't anywhere near the minimum. I knew it wouldn't be. But I put some ads out like on Facebook and stuff, helped spread the word a little bit, didn't make too much of a difference. But I need somebody to uh, help me do that. More than one person. But if I had to pick one, that would be a campaign manager. I'm trying to get the attention of somebody who has some kind of influence. That's what I'm trying to do. Gotcha. Now, including with the help of people like you, which I thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I guess my question is, I honestly have no idea how it works, but is it going to be hard to run with like a full-time job, a part-time job, and like your family taking care of them? Yeah, yeah that's for sure. You know, if I can't get, um, I'm getting conflicting info, but it seems like it's possible you can draw a salary from campaign donations, I think. If you can, then I can make this happen. If you can't, then I got to run around all over the place, even assuming I have campaign money to do that. But I can't pay my mortgage, well, then I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Unless, you know, somebody's willing to help me, like um, uh, Mr. Musk, instead of flying rockets all over the place. <laughs> even, though I like ro- even though I like rockets, I'm a space nut, trust me, Star Trek. You live long and prosper, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, awesome. What's the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you get closer and closer to becoming that 2024 independent candidate? Spread the word, spread the word. Because at this point, even on the posts that I put out, I tell them I'm not even asking for money right now, like I did last time. Just spread, tell your, fa- tell your family, tell your friends. You know, in theory, in theory, this could be done without money. If people like me enough, it would be volunteers to just get me on the ballot in each state, that's all. And you know, I did a little digging yesterday and I found some things I didn't even know because I read a little bit about this years ago and I didn't do any digging. Um, there's, a, there's about eight or seven or eight states that have no requirements to be a write-in candidate. People can just write on the ballot in anybody's name. They can write your name, write my name. There's no requirements. So if I could just spread my word about me to the people there, they could just write my name in. Not to do any kind of campaigning, if you know what I mean. And there's a good number of other states that have minimal requirements. You fill out some form and email it to them. Notarized or not, no filing fee even, nothing. If you add up the number of electoral college votes in that, it's enough if it's a three-way race. But believe it or not, I don't need every state. Even though what I'm living in, I'm in New York. I looked at the requirements, forget it. No wonder these guys need 100 lawyers with 100 people on each team, it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm not gonna forget about New York, even though I live in New York, so. Unless I get a lot of help, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And so I guess the kind of elephant in the room is, um, I know we haven't really gone into detail with you know, the information on your website and how you want to run when you win as president. But I guess my question is, um, 
how do you see it like actually changing with you as president and not like without getting gridlocked with all the checks and balances that are in our government? Well, that goes down to the actual formula that I figured out. It's 10 steps long on the website. <clears throat> Even though I wrote it, I don't have to memorize in my head. Uh, what I can say is the last step is not listed because that one's going to stay in my head. And there's a reason for that. Um, you know, whenever anybody tries to do anything, you know, the people that are against them, they don't want you to do that. So it wouldn't be too smart to let everybody know all your plans, if you know what I'm saying. So number 10 is staying in my head. That's the big gun. That's the one that I know it's going to be necessary, but I don't want the, my opposition to know what it is until it's too late. But I can still give you some of the other steps, whatever the heck I remember. Um, you know, the, I'm not going to go through every step, but the very first step is, you know, all the problems that the world has, our country and the world, everything. Don't you think this stuff has been figured out by other experts before? Of course it has. This stuff has been analyzed. They have figured out answers. They just haven't been implemented. So my very first step would be to find these answers, do some digging, you know, go, go look at research, uh, research centers and think tanks and universities and hospitals and on down the list, government agencies, watchdogs, whatever. And I'm going to find the top two answers to, let's say, uh, education. I'm going to present them online on TV to the people out there and say, well, these two work the best. Have a little chart saying, well, if we do this one, this is going to happen. If we do this one, this is going to, what do you want to do? Tell me. Whichever one they pick, we're going to do surveys through Facebook and social media. It's a big part of it. Then I'm going to formally present that choice to Congress and say, hey, we're supposed to represent the people. They're our boss. Our boss is telling us to do this. Now let's do it. Now let's wait and see what happens. And it just keeps going step by step through the different steps, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you said a lot of the voting would happen through social media and stuff. Yeah. Not only, you know, media existed before there was social media. I'm still going to rely on TV and radio and, and podcasts. People like you, too. Same thing. To spread the word and get people's opinions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I am. Uh, I'm excited to see how it turns out, how your race turns out. And um, we're going to jump into our- I hope, it, I hope it's going to be a race, not just a snail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to jump into our thriving three. And actually, you know, we're going to scrap the thriving three. I think, I think this is a really important, this is a really important podcast for people because honestly, I'm a, I'm a pretty, I'm a big dreamer, right? Like I, I have a goal of ending poverty around the world and that's what I want to fight for. Uh, I'm mine too. And so- you know, people hear that from me and they're like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not crazy. Yeah, but that's what they say. And honestly, yeah, well. I'm getting a little bit of it. Like I'm feeling what they usually say from you right now. And so I guess my question to you is what makes you so, what keeps you going and makes you bold enough to hop on podcasts and say, yeah, I make $35,000 a year right now. Nobody knows my name, but I'm going to be the next president as an independent in 2024, like what gives you the like gall to go out and say that? Well, you know, my whole life, like I said, I was a STEM guy, science and math. <clears throat> I was pretty unemotional too, sort of like Spock-like. And um, as the years went by, I just started to, I, I don't think it was a, it wasn't a button, but slowly I just started to feel that matters of the heart 
are more important than matters of the brain, as important as this is. And the two have to work in unison, of course. But if you have to pick one, the heart's more important. And I started to see how much suffering there was in the world. And, you know, man's inhumanity to man. And the atrocities that we do to each other. You could cry right now if you actually knew the details. I mean, look what happened with that Gabby girl. <laughs> you kind of killed her. Talking to the guys at work, and I said, you know, they had a fight. I'm sure he did this to her. That's what they found out. Now they found out that he's dead. And my personal opinion is, I have a feeling when he finally um, decided what he actually did, and he calmed down, and he decided he couldn't live with himself, I think he killed himself. They'll find that out pretty soon. It's either that or a damn bear got him, one or the other, but that's my opinion. I think he could live with himself. So, you know, we're feeling creatures. We're not Vulcans like Mr. Spock on Star Trek. And matters of the heart matter. And it, it just bothers the heck out of me that people are so much suffering. There's so much injustice. And you know, if you read the constitution, I barely read any of it. Nobody has. Hardly anybody's even read the preamble. But I've read that. And you know, the first time I ever heard the preamble, ever, I was a little kid and I heard it on Star Trek. It was one of the reruns from Captain Kirk. That's what got me into it. And he recited the preamble on the show. And the hairs on my arms stood up. I was like 10 years old. I never heard those words before. And, you know, every time I read those words ever since, as it was growing up, the hairs on my arms still went up. It's like those guys knew what they were doing. They were smart. I wish I could have met them. They're trying to fix things. And it hasn't been done. They created a way to make it work, and it's been screwed up. <laughs> it's not being done the way they envisioned it. These guys are spinning around in their grave. We could turn them into a generator. They're spinning around so damn fast, make some electricity. If they knew what was happening right now with their ideas. So um, I don't know. I just, like I said, it wasn't a button. Just uh, slowly but surely, it bothers me so much that so many people are suffering and dying. I got to do something about it. And some people said, well, why don't you start at a lower office? And I can't do that. Personally, I think too big for that. You know, I can't be involved with a local county assemblyman worrying about the garbage on the beach over there. When there's people dying in, you know, wherever, in Kenya or Russia or Jersey or wherever the heck, Alabama, Listen, people are people. Everybody needs help. It's not happening. Most likely what I'm trying to do is not gonna happen either. I feel like I have to try. I really do. I feel like I have a connection with the founding fathers and all the good people. I made a list. You know, I, one, of the, one of the posts I made recently, I didn't, didn't even put up. If I ever make it into the White House, I want to put up a row of pictures in a small room, two different sides of the room, good people and bad people. And I made a list of them. And the bad people like Hitler and you know, on down the line, there's a zillion of them. Um, I said, I don't even want to look those pictures in the eye. I don't even want to get that close to that evil. But I want to take the whole thing in and just know what they did and know what I'm fighting against. And the good people on the other side of the wall, I want to look them in the eye all the time and try to think what they were thinking and what was in their heart and make a connection with me and help what was in them help me keep going to make it work. I hope that will happen. It probably won't, but I'm going to try. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. And so I love how your big why, you know, keeps you from getting caught up in the weeds of people's opinions and the 
seemingly impossible nature of the task. I will say though, um, I don't know if you've ever read this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. And what Think and Grow Rich is about is about thinking and growing rich. But more importantly, it teaches you kind of how to like, one, really believe in your dream and goal, and two, like visualize it and like actually see yourself as the president in 2024. And I think if you, man, I don't know how this stuff works, but a lot of successful people are like, this is what you need to do. You need to actually see it and believe it before it can happen. And also do not speak negatively about it. And so I check out that book and try to implement some of the tactics and also surround yourself with people who don't speak negative. Like I had to catch myself on the podcast because I was almost a bit more negative about it than I wanted to be. And I saw myself trending that way. And I was like, Ooh, I got to switch it up because I'm here to support you in your dreams and goals. And you're going to hit a lot of negativity coming out of nowhere saying that you want to be president because it touches on a lot of other people's insecurities about great things that they want to do in their life, but don't believe that they can. Yeah, I I appreciate that. You know, you just remind me of something I was saying before. lost my train of thought. And when I got banned from Facebook, I joined some of the um, other side, because Facebook is mostly lefty, I guess, like Instagram and Twitter, for example. But there's other ones on the other side, which a lot of people never heard of, like Parler, for example, that got banned because of something that Trump did, I think. But there's a whole bunch of other ones, and I joined them when I was banned from Facebook anyway. I made a minor modification of my intro and the rest of my post was the same as I was putting on Facebook. And guess what? The conservative right people, they like me too. I even did a podcast with a guy like you who was a staunch Trump supporter. Young guy, white guy. I don't know what state he was in. After talking to me, he wants me instead of Trump. Yeah. So, you know, it's like universal appeal. When I say people like what I say, they know I'm trying to help. I got their back better than anybody ever would. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that. Um, I guess my last question to you is what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take to get to your dream of sealing the deal as president in the independent party in 2024 and specifically around finding that next campaign manager because i know that's the next step that you kind of need that's the next person talking to more people like you (laughs) i love it you know i was actually gonna suggest something um to talk to more people like me not only will they have you on your on their podcast but if you start a podcast about you know what you want to do in politics and you start interviewing other politicians maybe you have to start small but you slowly scale up in the next three years it'd be a great way to build your platform to like 5 million 10 million right around election time and i honestly don't know how all this works with elections like if that would even be okay it better be okay but (laughs) i don't know how they would feel about all that but anyway um just my advice to you building an audience around because you know there are some people out there in america who feel exactly like you do in fact, they're probably like half half of America. At least. Yeah, it took a heck of a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you build that platform, your biggest problem right now, Grant Cardone says it all the time, is obscurity. You just need people to know who you are. Yeah, I know. So start pushing out that podcast content. Start interviewing people. Like maybe interview your neighbors and be like, hey, other lower middle class, middle class Americans that are like, this is how I want the po- 
a political system to be, I think Alan Lee can do it. And like, just bring him on the podcast. Yeah, sounds good. And you know what you said before about like envisioning what I would do when I was there. I've done that. Like we said in that book, mm-hmm. I've done that. I really have. I've never did that before in my life. I actually done that with this. Think, think, you know, I've never been inside the White House. I was thinking about sitting in this big room with this big long table, and, you know, a bunch of cabinet members sitting along with listening to me and what I would say to them. And actually put on my website what I would say to them. It's on, on one of the pages. I love it. I love it. Well, Alan, just keep doing what you're doing. And anytime you come across a doubter, a uh, hater, uh, use it as fuel. And because what the reason you're doing it is so pure and you just want to save people and help people. Just make sure you keep that at the core. And yeah. I think we'll see you up there in 2024. And if not 2024, 2028. And if not 2028, 2032, like presidency isn't going anywhere. So just keep at it. Yeah. Keep at it. <laughs> Well, if you uh, if you can send me the link to this, so I can spread the word with that too. When you've done editing, yeah, I, I actually don't edit, <laughs> so oh, I'll just send it when I post it. It's uh, okay. So I mean, just already on it. In two seconds, it'll be on, right? No, I'm actually probably not going to post this till like end of December because. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alrighty, man. Well, you got you got anything else you want to chat about? Uh, just let the people know again that, um, you know, all the polls that I've been seeing for years, say everybody's sick and tired of Democrats and Republicans. They want, you know, that's a big reason why Trump got in. Because in the beginning, he wasn't a politician. And what I could, what I could say to the people out there that, that were a Trump voter, you guys had the right idea. You just had the wrong guy. He was the only guy in town who was running who wasn't a politician originally. But he doesn't know what we're going through. I do. Yeah. And I got your back. So again, if you want to go on my website, just punch in more commercial. You don't even need my name. Just punch in honest, real, and poor guy, and I'm a four. With president, click on Google Sites. It takes you right to my site. As of now, when Google makes that change in a couple of months, it might be a little bit different, but right now it works. And please tell your friends and family, I'm not doing this to make money. I'm not doing this to get rich. I'm not doing this to get famous. I was ported better than that, like a lot of you guys. I have high morals and high ethics. I'm doing this to help people because that's how I was brought up. That's it. Anybody that doesn't do their job, their work for me, they're out of here, including me. Yeah, for sure. All righty, sounds good. Well, Alan, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, thank you for listening to the show. If you were listening to this, you vibed with Alan, make sure to reach out to him figure out how to get his name out there because he has a big goal that we can help him accomplish by 2024. Also, if you know any good campaign managers, connect them to Alan, see if they can like start getting the campaign going now, get him on the right steps to do what he needs to do to get to where he needs to be. Finally, thank as long as they're honest, of course. Yes. As long as they're honest. Finally, <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. If you know somebody that needs to hear this message, shoot them over the podcast, go on Apple, go on Spotify, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating. Thank you guys so much. Alan, thank you. And we're out. Thanks, Timothy. Take care. Take care. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.